Welcome to Recharge with Lily, a podcast that's all about ways to recharge your brain and body so you're ready to put as much as you can into what you want to do. Welcome to episode 3 at the ballet for the 2nd of April 2017. As usual, I'm going to make my way through the four regular segments. Reading to recharge, some yummy food, some music I've been enjoying and my knitting. So first, reading to recharge. I've actually got two things to talk about this week, so I'll begin. The first was a wonderful article about Misty Copeland, the ballerina, on The Guardian. It was ahead of her autobiography, Life in Motion, being released, and I'd never really read about her before. I was surprised to hear about how shy she was. I knew all the stories about her being the odd one out among a crowd of white ballet dancers, but I'd never known how shy she was, and I found myself feeling quite strongly that if I ever met her we'd get along quite well. I look forward to reading her autobiography, and when I do I'll tell you all about it. The other thing I've been reading is Pride and Prejudice. Well, I've read it before, in school and a couple of years ago, but right now I'm listening to the audiobook through Craftlit. It was the first ever Craftlit book, and I'm really enjoying hearing where it all began. I'd forgotten how riotously funny Mr Collins and Mrs Bennet are, and actually I'd love to see another dramatisation with Colin Firth as Mr Bennet. I think he'd be hilarious. Last year I read and really enjoyed Curtis Sittenfeld's updating of Pride and Prejudice. She called it eligible and it took place against the backdrop of a TV programme that was basically The Bachelor. It was a really good read and she followed the cadence and the themes of the original perfectly. But it's great to be back reading Jane Austen as well. Next, on to food. During university I spent a year living in South Germany where I discovered the most amazing bread. Now, German bread is pretty famous, but I'm not talking about the fresh bakery loaves. I'm talking about supermarket bread. As well as the white American sandwich bread, there was this mixed rye bread sold as small loaves for about 60 cents. I've never been able to find it in the UK, but I finally found it at Sainsbury's, and I'm so happy. It's not the dense brick that you might think of as rye bread, but rather a substantial but delicious sandwich loaf. Just as I remember from Germany, it comes as thin slices, all the same size, so it's really easy to use for sandwiches or to top with spreads. And recently I've been topping it with Nutella for my breakfast. Sometimes peanut butter, sometimes with a banana on, but the bread is the constant. The version of the bread I've been buying is Kelderman Dutch stone-baked rye bread, and you can get it in Sainsbury's. I'll put a link in the show notes because you really must try it. It's delicious. Next, on to music. Last night, I went to see Beauty and the Beast with a group of friends. It was absolutely delightful. I really loved it, especially with everything going on in the world. Something fluffy and warm and comforting is exactly what I needed. And we all left the cinema with beaming smiles. I think we all want to give up our jobs and become princesses. Although, that said, one of my favourite things about Beauty and the Beast, 
today and when I was little, is that Belle wasn't a princess. She was a bookish, intelligent, strange girl who found happiness, and that really appealed to me for fairly obvious reasons. I'd always identified with Belle when I was little. I used to use a still from the original film as an icon online, and so this film was always going to be important to me. When I heard they'd cast Emma Watson, I was sceptical but also quite excited. I also identified a lot with Hermione, as you might expect. And the fact that I could see myself as Hermione meant that I could also imagine myself into Beauty and the Beast. And the opening sequence as Belle makes her way through the village had me hook, line and sinker into the narrative. And that song, Belle, is the one I'm going to play at the end of the episode. Unlike so much of what we see today, Belle is celebrated for her oddities, celebrated for her love of learning. Okay, maybe not at the start, but by the end of the film she is. One thing that really surprised me was that Belle references Shakespeare in the early scenes. That didn't surprise me nearly as much, though, as when Gaston quoted Macbeth. He used the line, screw your courage to the sticking place, which I wasn't expecting to hear from his mouth. As usual, Emma Thompson was absolutely wonderful, and at the end of the film, I was just about holding it together till she appeared on screen. She's just so wonderful. I really appreciated that the aesthetic of Beauty and the Beast was borrowed so clearly from the original animated movie. There were parts of the castle that looked so incredibly familiar. I was also impressed that after criticism from earlier Disney films, like the adaptation of Cinderella and Tangled and Frozen, the cast wasn't entirely white. I just want to say I noticed it and I appreciated it. I know there are a lot of problematic aspects to the story and others who have had the chance to think more deeply about it than I have written about it and I'll link to some of those articles in the show notes. But overall, but overall, it was a wonderful story and I came out feeling completely warmed through with a huge smile on my face. And on to the last segment... My knitting. When I spoke to you last, I was still swatching on my pavement sweater. Unfortunately, nothing's changed. I've now made and washed and measured swatch number three, and I think it's still not right. I used to be a very loose knitter, but I recently changed how I knit, and it's completely changed my tension. The tension given for the pattern is on four and a half millimetre needles. So I started with three and a halfs, too small, three and three quarters, still too small, and now I've tried four, which I'm pretty sure is still too small, so I'll try again with the needle size specified in the pattern. And if that's correct, that will be the first time ever. No matter how much you're looking forward to the project, endless swatching is never the most exciting thing, so I've cast on another project. It's Louise Tilbrook's Fuss Free Festival Shawl, which looks like it's going to be the new Hitchhiker. I got the pattern at Edinburgh Yarn Fest, and the links continue. The project is sitting in my Little Grey Girl Edinburgh Yarn Fest limited edition project bag, which is one of her pyramids with a thistle print fabric. I really like it. It's a good size for a 100 gram ball of yarn and needles. I'm working it out of Rochepatz und Vollmeiser Pure in the colour Auf dem Roten Teppich, which is on the red carpet. It's an amazing semi-solid red colour, which varies from pinks all the way through to dark auburns and maroons. 
There's been some interesting pooling already as the scarf has got bigger, but I'm really looking forward to how the overall colour progression looks. There is a small mistake on it from where I was knitting at the cinema last night, but I'm going to leave it. It will help me remember how fantastic the film was. Now, given the title of this episode, I want to tell you about another of my purchases at Edinburgh Yarn Fest. I went in knowing that I wanted to get two or three skeins of wool to make one of the big two or three colour shawl patterns that are everywhere. It's really difficult to colour match for those kind of things online, so I knew this would be my best chance to choose some yarn. Let me tell you about the dream colour that I really want to find yarn in. It would be the colour of dirty ballet shoes, that peachy pink with bits of grey on it. It doesn't necessarily sound that nice, which is maybe why I've not been able to find it, but one day, I promise you, I will find that colour. So when I was browsing the stands at the pearlescence booth, and one colour jumped out at me, and then I checked its name, I knew it had to come home with me. It's Sweet Georgia Tough Love Sock in the colour name at the ballet. It's a variegated yarn. It goes from white through a light dusty pink to a dark dusty pink, and it's absolutely gorgeous. I found it really difficult to find three colours that coordinated in a way that would still be neutral enough for me to wear the finished item with lots of outfits, so I decided just to go for two colours. The other one was Indigo Dragonfly Caribou Bar in the colourway Use Your Mind Palace, which is a Sherlock reference. I mean, really, one ballet-themed skein of yarn and one Sherlock-themed skein of yarn. It wasn't going to get any better. This is a dark brownish red, and next to the Sweet Georgia, it's really gorgeous. I haven't decided which pattern I'm going to make with these yet. It will be one of the many two-colour shawl patterns that's on Ravelry. Possibly Typhoon by Josh Ricks, which I made a couple of years ago for my mum and found really enjoyable. Until I decide what to do, the two skeins are sitting in a project bag. It's one I bought at Edinburgh Yarn Fest from Rachel Coopy's stand, and it says on it in big letters, Socks, yeah! Which I really enjoy. It's actually good for slightly bigger projects than socks, I think, so I'm not sure it will ever actually contain socks. So maybe it should say, Socks, nah, not in here. Before I go, I want to tell you a little bit more about ballet and me. I know I've mentioned it before, and it's the theme of this episode. I've been really enjoying my classes, and this week is the last one of the term. We use wonderful music, although last week I had the yodelling song from The Sound of Music stuck in my head for about three days, and I come out of class feeling tired and worn out in the best possible way. It's time focusing not on what my body looks like, but on what it does, and how I can make it do what I want it to do. It's time when I don't have to focus on performance metrics, or speed, or email responses, or any of that. I can just focus on the music and the movement, and it's absolutely lovely. If you're thinking about trying a ballet class, or any other form of dance, I would really, really say yes, try it. You won't regret it, I promise. You can find me at other places on the internet. On Twitter and Instagram, I'm at LilyMWrites, and on Ravelry, I'm Rockstar. Please do rate and review the podcast on iTunes, and tell me what you think. I'm going to leave you with the song Belle from Beauty and the Beast.
little town It's a quiet village Every day like the one before Little town full of little people Waking up to There goes the baker with his tray like always The same old bread and rolls to sell Every morning just the same Since the morning that we came To this poor provincial town Good morning, Belle Good morning, Monsieur Jean Have you lost something again? Well, I believe I have The problem is I, I can't remember what <laughs> <laughs>